Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Dr. Alex Buck, Director of Industrial Innovation for the Iowa Corn Growers Association. Alex, I'm excited to learn about some research that is sponsored by Minnesota Corn that has to do with ethanol and specifically fuel cell technology. Where do you think is a good starting point as we approach this topic? Well, I think a good starting point is to understand a small amount of background, but also know a bit about what a fuel cell is. Um, you know, Minnesota corn is involved, uh, as well as about 13 other corn states, all funding research to turn ethanol into a fuel for an electric uh, motor or an electric uh, generator. What does that conversion process look like? And it's probably uh, pretty heady stuff. So if there's a, a layman's terminology here, that'd be great. Well, the, the tricky part of this sort of process is getting the chemical uh, catalyst just right. But the basic concept is actually pretty simple. When, a, when ethanol comes into a fuel cell, it is converted by a catalyst into carbon dioxide and water. And that conversion lets out electricity which the electricity is used to power that uh, generator. It's not unlike a battery, only instead of storing the electricity inside the battery, the electricity is stored in the bonds of the ethanol molecule. So we associate ethanol with, with fuel for vehicles often, and now we're talking more about sustainable aviation fuels and the potential of biofuels in that arena. Why, why should this be something that, that corn farmers and um, those who support ethanol, why should they be interested in, in the potential of, of these fuel cells? What's the potential? Well, fuel cells can go to many places that other liquid fuels can go, but the industry and the globe, I would say, is moving to an electrification of some sorts. There is a, a debate on what can be electrified, but if something can be electrified, let's let it be powered by ethanol. Things like a um, power grid or a uh, telecommunications unit or in a natural disaster or unfortunately the wartime things going on in the globe today, having a fuel cell that can provide electricity immediately without using gasoline or using other fossil fuels or um, using the fuel cell from ethanol competing against, say, a hydrogen fuel cell, there are a lot of advantages that a liquid ethanol uh, fuel has over petroleum-based fuels or over a compressed hydrogen that uh, someone might want to use. I'm probably getting way ahead of myself here, but I can't help but ask the question, what might the market potential be for something like this? 
there are a, a diverse numbers you can go into, Mark. You know, there's, I mentioned telecommunications and other uses. Of course, uh, a big uh, shining star at the end would be electric vehicles uh, on board. Those are significantly more challenging than some of the other uh, generator uses that I had been mentioning. But, you know, as you uh, as the market looks towards electric vehicles, there is possibility of uh, hundreds of millions to billions of gallons of ethanol going into any number of these sorts of, of demand drivers. And with with billions of gallons, 15 billion gallons or so of ethanol being used in the United States today for light duty vehicles, hundreds of millions and potentially billions of gallons of fuel for fuel cells or uh, generators is going to be a huge market for corn farmers. How would you sum up the findings so far on this ethanol fuel cell technology and what will next steps look like? Well, fortunately, the research is being done uh, at a university. And fortunately for us, the university came looking for sponsors for the research after there had been a great amount of work already done. So there is a patent pending on this catalyst. There is a journal, published journal articles that have been peer reviewed on this catalyst. And so there have been a lot of uh, good breakthroughs already published, but they're just not commercial yet. And so the future of this project is really to hone in on how to make the catalyst and the whole fuel cell more commercially viable. Things that are done at small scale in a research lab don't necessarily translate directly to what a consumer would envision a fuel cell needing to do or perform. And so there's lots of, of uh, avenues that need to be taken in order to uh, dust off what you know what the uh, lab was doing in a perfect environment and make it more real world. This would be more of a an editorial observation than it is a question for you, Alex. But when you hear talk of ethanol versus electric vehicles, and you know what will the transportation look like in the future? This sounds like as opposed to one versus the other uh, in approach where it's kind of all of the above, like any, any and everything to get to that, that end goal. Am I, am I close? Am I off? I think you're very close. I think you're spot on actually, Mark, the, uh, the electric uh, vehicles that are coming have potential advantages over uh, combustion vehicles in, you know, they have instant torque and consumers enjoy them. You know, they have a wow factor that, you know, a, a Camaro or a Corvette would have had or a, any other muscle car you might want to say back in the day. But the, uh, the truth is, is that ethanol is a homegrown fuel produced in rural America. And so anytime we can promote a product that comes from uh, the United States that puts money back into the uh, 
pockets of, of rural economies where we, they can grow and thrive is a win for everyone. And not to mention the electricity that we have in the United States while moving towards uh, renewable electricity, such as wind and solar, is also dominated by natural gas and coal-fired power generation. What else about this research and really the topic in general is important to cover today? I think what's important to cover is that a direct ethanol fuel cell that this project is funding is a bit unique in the industry because it uses the ethanol directly as the fuel. Other technologies uh, might use the ethanol converted into hydrogen, and there are, are problems with that. Uh, but the consumer with a direct ethanol fuel cell shouldn't see much of a difference in their day-to-day -day operations in, in terms of a uh, light-duty vehicle or a generator because it's simply filling up the tank, filling up the, the gas can with uh, pure ethanol and uh, loading it into the use as a consumer normally would. Research technologies like this definitely show the power of collaborating between the corn checkoffs with 13 states funding this project, other corn states supporting, national corn growers association supporting this research. There's a distinct advantage for the checkoffs to pool resources and take advantage of the expertise that all of our growers have in different parts of the country and all of the uh, staff has that work on behalf of corn farmers at the state checkoffs. To learn more about research supported by Minnesota Corn, visit mncorn.org.